0: Amen, amen, amen. Church, I just want you to know that God is good. He is so, so good. If we could focus on that in this Christmas season, this Advent season, He is so, so good. His faithfulness. And I'm just reminded that I just would encourage each of you to go back and remember remember and remember the answered prayers he's already done. And let that begin to build your hope and your faith for what he is planning to do, what he's already doing. And even if you don't see him working, church, he's working. And even if you don't feel that he's working, he is working. He is doing a great and mighty thing in your hearts individually and in the church at large. And we get to participate in that. And that makes us excited. Amen? Amen. Well, I've got a scripture verse here we want to read together as a call to worship. Uh, It's Luke 4, uh, verse 8. Let's read this together on the count of three. One, two, three. And And Jesus answered answered and said said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is is written, written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Let us worship the risen King this morning.
1: The Lord is talking to me about something, and this is something that I don't, this is not, this is not something I think about or talk about. As we're singing this, this is what he said to me. At at what risk is a royal baby of being aborted? Zero. Zero percent risk that, you know, royal William and Kate's baby was going to be aborted. Zero percent. Why is that? It's because when Jesus came, I mean, the devil was so taken back because the baby came from a poor, poor girl and her husband who traveled on a donkey, who were rejected at every place they went to and were in a barn where he was born. Who is it? Why is it that the enemy has such a fight against the unborn child? Because this unborn child defeated him forever forever. And so now he's like, "What will God do? What will God do with the children of the poor?" It is not always, it is not out of the high and the lofty that we see the rich and the the royal that we see with our eyes that God works. He takes the broken. He takes the poor. He takes he takes the foolish to confound the wise. This is where he does his great miraculous workings. And so this this is what he's talking to me about as I'm worshiping. Our prayers, our prayers need to go out for the unborn of the poor. We need to begin to release, support, and love And comfort and help to women who are poor, who are battered, who are hurting, and who are needy. Because in them, God has great plans. And it is in their seed that he has great plans. So I just wanted to encourage you this morning that God cares greatly for the poor and the needy. It is not just at Christmas. It was his son who came forth in the most humble way. And so I implore you, church, as you pray, and as we look about at the political horizon and what's coming, let us pray for those who are downcast. Let us concentrate our prayers on the unborn of the poor, of the poor, and the hurting and the broken and the outlying groups of women and families that need Jesus. He came as a baby in the most humble way. And the enemy from that point on, it's like n- no baby is safe. Because never again does the enemy want to be taken off, off guard. And so the attack against unborn children. And then born children, these babies, these toddlers. Church, we need to rise up and we need to pray and cover not just the children in our in our family here, not just the children in our church here, yes, that, but the ones whose mothers aren't praying for them, the poor, the poor in spirit. I implore you, the Lord implores you, these people are the apple of his eye and he has plans and purposes for them. So let us worship.
0: Thank you, Lord. Guys, we're not done worshiping yet. We're not done worshiping yet. And what the Lord's been speaking this morning is it's all about Jesus. We are in this advent season. It is all about Jesus. And the songs that we have sung have proclaimed His name, and we've submitted to Him. We've given all to Him everything we've laid at His feet. The scripture God gave me this morning is out of Isaiah 9. And I want you to understand something. There is prophecy after prophecy after prophecy in the Old Testament that speaks of the coming King. Speaks of the coming Jesus. And it goes like this. As the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden. Church, he is breaking the burdens on your lives today. And the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for the burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder. And his name, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. His name will be called Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And what's been happening this morning as we're worshiping, we've been bringing our family members before him, our cares before him, our challenges before him, and we've submitted them to him. But we've got one more song left. And we say often that sometimes we have to worship while we wait. Sometimes we haven't seen that miracle come to fruition just yet. And we have to worship while we wait. And we have to raise a hallelujah. Sometimes we have to raise a hallelujah. So I encourage you, church, if you've submitted something to him today, if you submitted a loved one today, a care, a concern, I encourage you to come up here and raise a hallelujah and begin to worship while you wait and call on the name of Jesus, for he is good, he does good, and his mercies shall endure forever and ever and ever. Let us worship our King.
1: Weeping, and there is a groaning. There are mothers weeping over their children. Father, we pray release in the name of Jesus. Invade the hopeless with hope. Send life where there has been death. Send repentance where words of death have been spoken. Revelation and a turning to you. Life, let it rise up. Let hope rise. Let hope rise. Let life rise in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We glorify you and we magnify you. Let every chain be broken in the name of Jesus. Let every chain be broken in the name of Jesus. In every dark place, we speak light. We speak life. To the mothers who are weeping for their children. To the fathers who are fighting for the lives of their family. Strength, life, provision. Hope in the name of Jesus. Call the wayward home in Jesus' name. Bring them home. Break every addiction in Jesus' name. Bring down every spiritual stronghold in Jesus' name. Fear, you must go in the name of Jesus. Anxiety broken in Jesus' name. Stress and striving in Jesus' name must go. Thank you, Jesus. Father, invade, invade, invade with your presence, your power, your glory to transform lives. It's all for you, Father, all to you, Jesus. We surrender. We glorify you. We worship you. We worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for baby Atlas. Let him grow, Lord. Let him grow to a mighty man of God. Peace and joy and abundance in that family in Jesus' name abundance of peace abundance of joy oh and a new baby at christmas you You are good father praise you for that baby thank you you, jesus Mm. thank you father
0: just this morning there was such a sense of us just soaking in his presence just soaking in his presence Let's just take one more minute, just soak in his presence. Well, I totally was not planning on doing this.